Listener Production. This is the Rush Hour with AB and Elliot's podcast. Hello, Queensland. It is producer Luke here. The Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. They're back next week, and I can stop doing these best of podcasts because you're probably sick of listening to me. You just want to listen to AB and Elliot, and hopefully they are refreshed. Have got some new content for your ear holes. Actually, Elliot is coming back from the states pretty much the day before we go on air, so that's going to be a very interesting uh, afternoon on air. Do not miss it. January twenty second, four pm on Triple M and on the Listener app as well. But uh, like I said, going through some of my favourite bits from last year. Going to go back to a calling topic where AB was absolutely shocked that Elliot tried to barter at a department store. Uh, Turns out she's the only one who thinks that this isn't a thing. Uh, Speaking of AB, she did send some dirty texts to someone who was not her husband. We'll uh, get into that a little bit later. And Elliot also had a very interesting night when he went down to Brisbane and uh, watched a game at Suncorp Stadium. Uh, We'll get to that after Luke Heggie. Now, he came to uh, Queensland... Uh, with the Grapes of Mirth tour and a very, very, very funny man catching up with his chat with AB and Elliot. That's next. This is the producer's picks, uh, the rush hour with AB and Elliot back on your radios on Triple M, Jan 22. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Let's out him because only for a year we've been sending producer Luke emails saying we have to get this bloke on the show. We have to get it because he doesn't ever love to lift a finger. It's taken a whole 12 months for him to pick up the phone and finally make it happen. <laughs> Today, we have joining us one of the great Aussie comedians. A couple of years ago, he was nominated for the best show at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I believe he's been nominated for a couple of ARIA awards too for best comedy releases. He is heading to Townsville this weekend with some other lunatics, including our friend Merrick Watts with the Grapes of Mirth Festival, essentially comedy and getting very drunk all afternoon on Saturday. Mr. Luke Heggie. Hello, mate. G'day. Thanks very much for having me. Mate, what an intro. An absolute pleasure having you here. Grapes of Mirth this weekend. Your good mate Nick Cody is going to be there too. Yep. You, you guys do a, a podcast. So somehow you have a new story for this every week. Mid-flight brawl, yeah. which is literally about plane fights. Ah, uh, yeah. F- fights on planes. Yeah. Oh, man. We could do one every day. <laughs> it's it's every, There are thousands. We will never, ever run out. You won't believe it. And there's some Townsville-based ones as well. I bet there are. Okay. I've been seeing recently. Yeah. And, like, how many are we talking Australian versus, I mean, the US? Luckily, they carry us when oh. it comes to drama. Um, but state by state, I would say Queensland. I'd hazard a guess that we'd be up there. Oh, yeah. Queensland WA are the, uh, are the higher achievers usually, punching above their weight. But Australia in general, we'd probably <laughs> have, oh, you know, a quarter of the cases we get to be Australian, which is pretty good considering it's a worldwide phenomenon. But Americans, obviously, they fight, you know, on camera better than everyone else. Mm, but, uh, we'll catch up. We'll get there. <laughs> Put in the work and get the results. <laughs> Some wonderful names in Townsville this week. And we mentioned yours, Nick Cody, Dave Thornton, of course, Merrick, and a whole host of others as well. Um, yes. Obviously in the comedy industry, like radio, it's very tight-knit. Uh, are you going to go the same way as Merrick? And, and you know, he, he's a self-confessed ex-fat slob that's now a marathon runner. Is that in your sights and Nick Cody as well? No. I've, okay. I stick to actual stand-up comedy. I don't okay. have to go around um <laughs> Pointing out my dietary um, habits and, <laughs> and exercise regimes. Oh, good. I prefer to stick to just writing jokes. You just Doesn't bother actually me drink the wine, which we appreciate. For sure. One of my favourite um, 
bits that you did was talking about how, because I couldn't agree with this more, the word legend is really overused. I feel the same way about goat. People constantly throw out, oh, that person's the goat. Are they? Isn't it just one person? If you had to narrow it down, who is an actual legend? Who's Well, I mean, you used to have to pull a sword out of a rock or something. Now you just (laughs) roll up with a... With a chocolate bar for your mate, and you get called that. So the, the bar's pretty low. I don't think there are any in living memory. People are, that's how indulgent people are. They look, oh, I'm a legend, but only the ones that have happened in my lifetime, you know, that I remember. No, nah, it's rubbish. No one is. Sorry to break it to you. I don't know you two. No, that's all right. <laughs> oh, we'll work hard to become them to you. No, okay. we, we are gutter rats. I don't think legends, <laughs> anything we'll yes. ever be looking at achieving. All right. A few things to take from this. Uh, Luke Heggie. Oh, if he's not a legend, he's very close to mid-flight. Oh, thanks very much. You can uh, check that one out with Nick Cody, one of our favourites there too, lukeheggie.com, and Grapes of Mirth, grapesofmirth.com.au. Only a couple of tickets left for this weekend if you can yeah. get to Townsville. An all-star lineup will be there. Luke, uh, uh, lovely meeting you, mate. Really appreciate your time on the rush here, and, and okay. have fun this weekend. Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the event. It's really I've been to a few of these before. It's pretty good. Like everyone starts out all little little pinky finger hanging off the side of the glass, you know, up to their necks in white linen. And four hours later they're dancing around a pile of handbags and shoes or something. <laughs> so it's, it's a good laugh. It's a good day. Oh, one of the strangest Saturday nights of my life this past weekend, AB, I was, I was down in Brisbane um, and went along to see everybody's second favourite team, the Knights, play the Broncos. Well, I mean, that's true. I think Everyone feels sorry for us. So Everyone's second favourite team is the Dolphins well, at the moment or anyway, the Cowboys. not important to the... Went to that game. It was a cracking game, as you know. At the end of it, uh, we went into the, the Newcastle sheds, and, and uh, it was particularly special because my brother was there. He's been a lifelong Newcastle fan. He got to meet blokes like Calum Pogger and whatever. He was very starstruck. Yeah, that's lovely. It was awesome. However, it went very sideways from there. So it was Saturday night was the first time I'd had a drink since December. Um, Let me guess. You ended up in Bali. Oh, I felt like I was in my head because uh, I'm not very good with moderation, let's say. Yeah, you're definitely an addictive personality. You can't do things. uh, They always say Ah. drink responsibly or drink well, and I did the latter. So we had this event and and did the sheds, all that. It was great. We were there, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half downstairs, and then it came time to leave. So it was myself, my brother, uh, one of my best mates, Scott, and uh, Dan, another mate of ours. So we're at Suncourt Stadium in Brisbane, one of the great locations. So we went back upstairs to exit the stadium. Obviously, by then, all the fans have left and everything, and it was really cool. Yeah, it was eerie. It's a strange experience, isn't it? Yeah, you're looking at the sprinklers on. There's not one person left in the whole setup. Uh, so we're walking back through where we came in, and we get to the front gate to leave. And Suncorp Stadium's locked. <laughs> so it's whatever it is, 9, 9.30 at night, and... We tried all the exits right around the perimeter, and everything has obviously been key-bottled. All the security guards have left, all the ticket vent. There's not one person left in that stadium. So for another hour, we're just wandering around, and by then we're pretty sober too because obviously there's no booze left. One of, obviously not me, one of the boys is just sucking on a vape, and we're just wandering around thinking, this is our new home. This is like... 
the adult version of getting locked overnight in a toy store. You would have been in heaven. I'm thinking, can we sleep on the halfway yeah, line? Yeah, I would have made my way on to... No, I don't think you can, actually. Uh, legally, no, which no. is why I would never say that we walked to the front of Suncourt Stadium and, and had a great look at the turf. I won't say that we did that because we definitely didn't. And they'll use this audio when they... Precisely. at the turf at the end of the season. It, it took us... <laughs> Almost two hours by the time, because we tried every level, we were starting to get to a point where we're thinking we're never getting out. When's the next home game? So they, they're not at home next week. They've got to buy. We're here for the next two weeks. We can't get out. Do we have to scale <laughs> the The Reds are finished. You go right down to some fancy corporate area we definitely should have been, and there's a button you push, and you can finally exit stage left. It was an unbelievable ordeal. Wow. Then across the road, we found a little Mexican bar. Okay, so you continue. I had my first margarita in six years. Still tastes like death, and I have a three-day headache. And did you get stuck inside that establishment as well? Is this a common theme you, you when know, you drink? I find that we actually couldn't leave for two hours. So it just Not related tries to the doors. More beers and margaritas kept rocking up. Trapped. Anyway, no booze till December now. <laughs> Fair call. Oh. You had your stint. It was a great evening. Welcome to though. the dark side. But it was one of my favourite nights return of all back time. immediately. <laughs> I think I could get more humiliated publicly, Elliot, until yesterday I went to a white goods electrical store with you. Yeah. I'm helping you pick a few things for your house because I have exquisite taste, of course. Mate, it's a fridge. A fridge is a fridge is a fridge is a fridge. Yeah, but I don't want you to get a white fridge. I want stainless steel. Only the best. We got a silver one, whatever it is. Exactly, exactly. So what's the issue? (sighs) We're in Australia. We're not in a market. And yet you thought it was appropriate in an electrical store to try and bargain with the salesperson. Like for me, I grew up, prices are what they are. You know, this isn't Thailand. You're not buying some fake Yeezy shoes. Right. You have to pay the full price. And you, like I had to back away and pretend I wasn't associated with you because you thought it was appropriate to barter in one of these stores. Here's the thing, and and, and one triple three five three. What or where have you bartered? In, in, and I'd love to speak to someone that's been to Kmart and managed to knock a price off a cushion or something similar. <laughs> that would be a great example. But I truly believe that wherever you go, you say, oh, it's not a market. Everywhere is. The highest price, sorry, the lowest price on the ticket is not as low as I'll go. And you do the old, and I did it yesterday, you do the old, oh, 520. No, I don't think I can. I'm going to go pop around the corner of this store and they say, oh, actually, I've just double checked the machine. We can actually do it for $4.99. Everywhere. Anything, wherever you go, it doesn't matter. Someone says, oh, it's $6 a uh, uh, Great Northern. Is it? Okay, I'll do it for five fifty. If you ask the right questions, no you get the right answers. No, okay. I understand that you can price beat, so you could say, you know, this is this at uh, this shop, can no. you match it? But not like a five seventy, I'll give you five ten cash. Like, come on. But that's literally This is a business. It's a legitimate business. What was it yesterday? I saved over $120 on a fridge because I just kept asking. Yeah, but you lost my respect. What's that worth? Did I have it to start with, if we're being completely honest? A slither. One, triple, three, five, three. What and where have you bartered? Again, I get it. You go to markets overseas and whatever, and that's where we see our dads and granddads in fine form sometimes and, and thinking that they're some sort of god because they've knocked down their fake Nike shoes from 20 Australian dollars <laughs> to $10.50. But you can do it wherever you want across this state. You can no. do it at the bakery. You could do it. I haven't done it with fuel before. I'd like to try that no at some stage. No way. One, triple, three, five, three. What and where have you bartered? Let's go to the phones. Let's find out which Queenslanders think it's okay to barter. Andrew and Towns will tell us. Yes, I think it's fine. I've done it before. It's everything high-five. Well, what did you get knocked down? I got a JBL Bluetooth speaker 
449 and they dropped it to 380. Did you threaten the walkout? Because that's my favourite move. Yep, I did. <laughs> did you, some some people I've seen fake a price that they've seen elsewhere that might not be real necessarily. Did you have to do any of that? Any fake evidence? I did everything and yeah, it worked. It's, it really is a talent. I, it really is a talent and you can do it anywhere. And I love doing it to chains. I love, thank you, Andrew. I love doing it to chains because I love JB Hi-Fi and the place we went yesterday as well. Um, but at the end of the day, they make so much money. Who cares if they can knock, you know, 20, Well, then don't 50, do it to the market off. people, which I don't either. We do it to everyone. One triple three five three Baz in Cairns. Uh, I heard you're king of the barter. What do you got for us? No, no, to miss this, mate. She is the barter queen. Okay, what does we, she do? Okay, you you get the white goods. We do that all the time. We've never ever ever the last time. I can't remember the last time we paid full price. But what my wife does is we'll go to Woolies and they'll have the coffee she likes. It's thirty five bucks. It'll be half price. It'll be on special. She'll go up and feel all the packets. She'll find one that's a little bit broken at the back, take it up the counter and say, that's broken, it's probably no good. I'll give you 10 bucks for it. And they, and they go, yes! And I'll, how do you get them? Oh, that's outstanding. That's almost the holy grail. Worse than Coles, yeah. I would think that was the limit. Well, now we found a way to do it. Find the damaged package, go up and get some cheaper stuff. Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Whew. Had one of those moments today where I sincerely wonder whether I should change my name, get a different passport, and flee the country forever. I sent a dirty text to a man that isn't my husband today. Look at the last few hours. As in you, you wanted to send a dirty text to your husband and send it to someone else? It's not that simple, no. Okay. I was, uh, I went home to let my dog out, Teddy, and I was in the midst of walking up the stairs texting a friend. Uh, it's actually a mutual friend that you and I have. He's another radio announcer down in Newcastle. His name's Ducko. Hey, and goodbye. he was asking me about State of Origin next week, whether I was going. We like Ducko. Anyway, t- sent him a few texts, chucked my phone on the couch, proceeded to give my dog, Ted, yeah. a cuddle. And and Ted, when I get home, it's a bit of a ceremony. He needs like a few minutes at least of proper cuddling before he can relax and then we can, you know, take him to the toilet or wherever else. That's not true at all. I've let your dog out before and you literally put the lead on and he goes and pees, but okay. He doesn't give you the same affection. I'm literally his mother. Yeah, okay. It's a different story. So we jumped on the couch, Ted and I, having a bit of a play around, whatever. Took him outside, picked up my phone and realised that I'd sent a message to Ducko. A a separate message. So, I didn't lock my phone when I threw it on the couch. Mm. It activated the microphone, recorded what I was saying to the dog, and sent it to him. I'll read you the text. What filth are you saying to your dog that would be dirty to a man? I'll read you the text so you can understand. Oh, my beautiful boy, I love you so much. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You want kisses? You love your kisses. Do you like it right there? I'll keep going. That's the spot, isn't it? (laughs) What do I do? I think you got to block and delete Ducko forever. I think he's done. We work for the same company. Well, you're going to have to quit or he is. I'm also now worried that I've... Uh, I, I explained it, and he was like, yeah, mm, sure. sure, mate, sure. <laughs> when really, I want a piece of your ducko. Mm. <sighs> we, 
Anyway, I feel like I've given Queensland cheating men an out. <laughs> oh, I was cuddling the dog. <laughs> it's a different kind of love. When you're wanting to cuddle duckos, duckos, anyway. Oh!